This is Good Hope FM News. Aftershocks are continuing in Nepal. People slept outside in the city's capital, Kathmandu, last night, either because their homes were destroyed or because they feared aftershocks. Scores of bodies have been ferried to hospitals across the country, many of which are struggling to cope with a number of injured. The magnitude 7.9 earthquake struck the Himalaya nation, one of the poorest countries in the world, with reports of almost 2,000 people dead and thousands wounded. The BBC's Surendra Puyal reports. Aftershocks are still going on and that's why people are scared to stay indoors. People are really shocked and terrified and in affected areas, buildings, there are still bodies that are under structures and rubble that are being um, pulled out uh, by security forces. Rescue and relief operation is now underway a day after the disaster. Uh, Officials are scrambling to provide succor and relief to all those affected and people are really struggling to come to terms with whatever happened. Celebrated human rights lawyer George Bezos has lamented calls to destroy statues. He was reacting to the removal of the Cecil John Rhodes statue from the University of Cape Town and the subsequent defacing of statues throughout the country, including that of Paul Kruger in Pretoria. Bezos says the inscription on Kruger's statue speaks of hope for freedom to come to Africa. He was addressing a gathering of artists at the Nelson Mandela Foundation in Johannesburg. An American newspaper says Russian hackers who gained access to the White House computer system last year were able to read President Obama's unclassified emails. Officials say no classified network was compromised. The BBC's Paddy Maguire reports. Senior U.S. officials have told the New York Times that last year's breach of the White House's unclassified computer system was far more intrusive and worrisome than they had previously acknowledged. The fact that some of President Obama's emails were among the data areas accessed was played down by the State Department when it confirmed the breach last month. Officials have not disclosed the nature or the number of emails involved, but according to the paper, they do admit that the unclassified computer system contains information considered highly sensitive and finally back home organizers on the world triathlon cape town says the men's race weather conditions are conducive for all three stages run swim and cycle to take place yesterday the ladies amateur olympic distance swim was cancelled due to extremely cold temperatures event promoter ian banner says the current water temperatures is 11.4 degrees cape town is the fourth city to host the 10 city tour with about 130 elite triathletes from 80 countries taking part banner says they have a very strong group competing in the professional men's category this afternoon and has encouraged Cape Tonians to come out in their numbers and support. Alistair Brownlee is the gold medalist from the Olympics, competing for the first time after a long layoff from injury, but he tells me he's in fantastic shape. Javier Gomez, is number two in the world silver medalist, will be there to defend his title that he won last year in the event. And then, of course, we've got our own Richard Murray, who was fifth last year, but he's vying for a podium position. For Good Up FM, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.